This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be Hey guys, welcome to the Gary V Audio Experience. This is Dustin. I am a videographer on Team Gary, and this is a mashup about tips to working with clients. In the first clip from Ask Gary V episode 167, on November 30th, 2015, Gary takes a question from Matt Youngs on how he treats employees compared to clients to grow his business effectively. Matt says, Richard Branson says, clients do not come first, employees come first. Do you agree or disagree, and why? I agree, and uh, Matt, 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 I mean, I agree. And like, I've been pounding that, you know, that for 166 episodes, so uh, at least 40 times. So I feel very comfortable in kind of dodging this answer, because I think one of the things, like the repetitiveness of this show is something I challenge myself with. Always recognizing there's so many new people watching ahead, of, you know, and there's a lot of people watching, so I'll just go very fast. This doesn't get my juices going, and I'm not trying to dismat. It, I assume you're fairly new, so I'm excited. It's not even close to me. It is fundamentally uh, my employees, then my customers, then my own interests, and that has been the backbone of my success. I feel like you end up with a whole lot if you go in that order, um, and I think my actions have spoken to that at this company. I've got a lot of people that have worked in the agency industry for a long time and have been surprised by how hard I push back on clients. We've fired a client historically, which is sacrilege, even though people say it. Uh, And so, um, yes, I think Richard's correct, and I think anybody successful, like a Branson, that's built an actual organization, not as like a single entertainer or as an investor or somebody built a product, somebody that actually built a 600, a 6,000, a 60,000 person organization uh, or a six person organization successfully recognizes how much value in the people there really is. I also happen to like people, which makes it even easier for me. So just keeping it very basic, I say I say yes. I'm curious to your strategy of picking that question, India. Well, I think it's been a while since we've talked about that POV you have. And we're getting so many new viewers. And like I checked the last time we really talked about that was like in the 40s like episodes. So. Fine, come with real data and answers, <laughs> India. No, really good job. Yeah, so now that India has guilted me into going a little bit deeper here. No, no, at, uh, listen, I mean, well, I appreciate it. I'll go a little bit even further. To me, it's a very big deal. And, uh, and, and it's so surprising to me, uh, law firms, consultants, agencies where they actually sell people's hours that they're not completely infatuated with that process. I get it for Wine Library where like we were selling wine. The end result was a transaction with wine. The end result here is a transaction with another human being against their hours. So again, if you are in a business where that is the case, you, you run multiple gyms and you have trainers, you, you know, you, again, law firm, consultants, anybody who's listening to this who has a business that people's hours are being sold should be religious. I mean cultish about caring about their people. And then anybody that's selling a byproduct of it, your, your results are gonna, the shelves are gonna be stocked better at Wine Library. You're gonna get a better answer on a recommendation from Wine Library if you care about your people, even though the end result product is a bottle of wine, or if you go into a bicycle shop, the end result is still selling a bike, but if Ricky is happy when he came into the shop and you come in for a bike, he's gonna spend that extra 15 minutes enthusiastically trying to tell you that this tire is better than that tire, that shit matters. In the second clip stemming from Ask Gary V episode 58 on December 19th, 2014, 
Gary answers a question about the most frictionless way to communicate with clients. ACOS asks, when you're working on a project with clients, how much is done online, like Skype, versus in-person meetings? ACOS, I, I can't speak for the whole you know, VaynerMedia team, and I think they're all individual, but at my level, or what I do, not even probably, probably not predicated on my level, just the way I roll, when I think about the client stuff that I do, you know, I would say 10% on text, 40, I'm not, actually I'm not gonna try to make this round out to 100, let's see. It probably is predominantly email, um, solid amount face-to-face, I'm a big face-to-face kind of fan, almost non-existent phone, and growing because I'm pushing them into more text. Um, so face-to-face is probably 25%. The rest is digital, no Skype or Google Plus, you know, uh, or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm just, uh, I'm predominantly face-to-face. Email is number one, face-to-face texting. Um, and that's that, no go-to meeting, none, none of that stuff. In the third clip from Ask Gary V, episode 169, on December 4th, 2015, Gary answers a question from Carter Whitaker about how he preps meetings and pitches to give the strongest performance possible. Carter asks, how do you prepare for a big meeting or anything where you're required to have a strong performance? Carter, I prepare for a big meeting uh, by living my life, meaning I am always prepared for a big meeting, thus I never prepare for a big meeting, meaning when you're, when you're great at something or very good at something, you don't need any prep time because you're always prepping, right? And so that's the punchline of me in a professional meeting standpoint. Like the years of experience, the bravado, the results, the cadence, the, the natural skills, uh, the, the two things that matter, practice and natural talent have been there, so I don't prepare for a big meeting. It's not like I get pumped up. I don't put in like Lil Wayne and be like, all right, we're gonna go get it. Like, there's none of that. There's no like looking in the mirror and be like, okay, we're gonna win this pitch. There's none of that bullshit. I put in the work every day, 365, to, to be ready for that. And I think anybody that's very good at something is always doing that. You know, you don't just wake up and decide you're gonna be good at something. You're always preparing. Um, you know, it's like, it's like if you're if you're if you're preparing in a tactic way, you're unprepared. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That was you like that, right? That was some deep that was ass so shit, right? Good, yeah. yeah, I mean like 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 how am I gonna prepare to cook a great meal for these homies right now? The answer is I'm not. There's no reading a blog post or watching a YouTube video or calling a chef friend. Like I'm gonna f it up. I haven't done anything for 40 years that preps me to cook a good meal to you. That was some high level shit. In the fourth clip from Ask Gary V on July 1st, 2016, Gary answers a question from Henry about how to communicate with small clients and large clients. What are the differences in the way you deal with small versus big accounts clients? There's a ton of differences. Uh, you know, when you're dealing with small or big businesses, uh, uh, senior or junior employees, big or small in all shapes and sizes uh, in business, 
really dictate very different strategies. So small accounts a lot of times don't have the same budgets. Um, Small accounts often have chips on their shoulder and lack confidence. I think one of the great things we do for small accounts is actually bring a little bravado to them because I'm more comfortable actually coming from small to going big because that's what I do, right? And so uh, there's, you need to be scrappier. Uh, you need to build self-esteem more. I think big needs the reverse a lot of times. We need to make sure they don't waste their money because they have, you know, the, the sorrows of riches or what is it, the, help me, what is it called? Uh, you know, anyway, <laughs> all right. Thanks for being there for me, Andy. You know, like, like the spoils of riches or whatever it's called, like they have so much money, sometimes they just mail in and waste a ton of it. Uh, I think a lot of times our biggest brands need a huge level of humility uh, I, so it's really the yin and yang to each other, right? I think the small accounts need that bravado and self-esteem and like we can do this, like screw the big guy. If we're smarter, we can beat them. They're wasting money on TV and other dumb shit. Big accounts, stop wasting money on dumb shit. You're not as big and as cool as you think you are. Somebody small can come and catch you. So th- those tend to be the two uh, different religious pillars and they're very important and having those strategies at the top really, really do matter. On the fifth clip from Ask Gary V, episode 94, on May 6, 2015, Gary takes a question from a viewer about the best way to deal with impatient clients who demand too much, too fast, to keep them on. Shaitan asks, what's the best way to deal with impatient clients? Uh, Shaitan, I hope I'm, I'm uh, pronouncing that right, Shaitan. Uh, you know, I'm gonna say something pretty interesting. I have pretty extreme views on this question, meaning I think the answer to the question is brute force. I never waver, ever, ever. You know, when a client's pushing back and they're like, well, this isn't gonna work, I I push back equally with 10% more gusto in the other direction, which is, it works. I see it work all the time, I see it work for myself, I see it work for my clients, I see it work for other people, and you're just not doing it right, we haven't had enough time to pull it off yet, blah, 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 so unwavering, and then number two, equal with my unwavering, I just don't give a crap if they fire us or give up. I just don't. I, I know how this is gonna play out. I love being on the right side of history and I'm willing to give up my short-term money for the long-term I told you so sucker. Let me just say that again. And this is what makes me a happy person with clients. This is why I can do client services. I am willing to give up my short-term money for my long-term, I told you so, sucker. And that's it. So I win either way. I win if I'm able to forcefully convince them to stay the course, I keep my monies. I win if they say, get out of here, you're fired, because I'm gonna see them on the street in three years and be like, now what, punk? And I love that feeling. I like that more than the money, actually. Thus, it's all good for me. In the last clip from Ask Gary V, episode 90, on April 17th, 2015, Gary takes a question from Zach Sai on what he asks clients before working with them so that he can deliver the best work possible. Zach asks, what three questions do you most commonly ask your clients when meeting them for the first time? Zach, wonderful question for everybody in client services, agency life, this should be fun. You know, number one is what is your KPI? What's your key performance indicator? Like what is the thing that you want us to accomplish? Is it views? Is it sales? Is it perception? Is it press? Is it, is it your own judgment on how you feel about the creative? How are you judging us? What are the results? And they're really separate. How are you judging us? What are the results? Are number one A and one B that matters the most? And then really the third one would then be 
what are you willing to tell me about your warts? Meaning, there's just a lot of people that are not gonna tell you about the politics that are an issue, the money that's an issue. I'm always trying to get them to be very truthful for, uh, to us once I understand what the issues at hand are. So, what do you really want to accomplish? And by the way, people struggle with answering that. People struggle with answering that. Number two, how are you gonna judge me? Sometimes they struggle with that, less. Number three, what are the warts? Most people don't want to tell me up front. We try to sniff them out early so we can navigate them. And you know, it's, like a, it's a minefield to get to the finish line. Um, those are the three. And, and, they're, and they're very important uh, questions and trying to figure out in every situation, in absolutely every situation, in dating, in building your own business, in having clients. I really think those three are super fun. And by the way, they're very important equally. I think, for example, I think people that struggle with dating are spending way too much on number three. They're so concerned about what the person's warts are, skeletons in their closets. They're not trying to figure out how they're being judged to be a good partner in that relationship or how that's gonna be scored. And so having a great balance of all three, that's a little nugget there. Give you a little fun fact at the end of this question. It's the 33% execution of those three questions that may be equally as important. Yeah, that, yeah that, that got to be a better article because I, I layered that last piece on. Like, What's going on in Meerkat, Steve? Uh, somebody, somebody asked uh, if they're conflicted about whether they should watch live on Meerkat or wait till the episode comes That's a out. really interesting question. Well, what did, what did, both, right? Well, of course, but what did everybody, what did everybody say? In, how many people in there? 180? 232. Good. Yeah. Uh, what do people ask about personal brands today? Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Well, everybody on Meerkat, get on Instagram, take a picture, Ask the question, hashtag AskGaryV, and maybe you can be on the show. Speaking Suckers. Of, oh, no, Kathleen says, speaking of dating, where's Nate? Nate, asked? yeah, where is Nate? <laughs> Nate. Let's go see where Nate is. I'm taping uh, AskGaryV, and uh, Kathleen is in Meerkat. I just got a notification. That Kathleen's curious where you are, so here you are. Why don't you give the Vayner Nation you know, two seconds of what you've been doing, Kathleen specifically, but what have you been really doing today? Working on budgets and scopes primarily. I think it sounds, sounds super. very riveting, a lot of spreadsheets, Excel. Are you teaching Alec, young Alex the ropes? Oh, yeah, so we got a scope open right there. I love it. Well, don't show the scope. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the show. Thanks, Nate. Yes, I think Kathleen is in Australia. Um, I like that Nate has secret admirers. Get in there. Oh, nice job, Stefan. Uh, D-Rock might not get his gig back with that move right there. That was a very smooth transition. Um, uh, Dreams do come true, someone's Hey, podcast peeps, I know you're uh, a listener, but are you a watcher? Monday through Friday, 12 p.m. on YouTube, youtube.com slash Gary V-E-E, the daily V, the best business vlog on earth.